Amy Miller, I made you watch Pain and Gain, a movie about a true life brutal torture and attempted murder by a, of a Florida businessman, but, you know, a comedy. <laughs> uh, we start and end every show by saying at least one nice thing about the topic. It's called The Compliment Sandwich. As our guest, you have to go first. What's your major compliment for Pain and Gain? I'd say it was the Michael Bay movie I enjoyed the most. <laughs> uh, what's the Michael Bay movie you enjoyed the least? Pain and Gain. It's <laughs> <laughs> your only Michael Bay experience? <laughs> it's a complicated roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> is this, this is your first time down by the bay? <laughs> no, I've been down by the bay. Okay. I've sat on the dock of the bay. <laughs> uh, you've... Uh, seasoned yourself with bay leaves i'm in the bay hive that's, oh that's who that's for right yeah that that is the exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. that's exactly what that is uh so on so on a scale of michael bay you'd say this was pretty fun for you uh sure yes <laughs> all right well, i'll take that uh chris what's your major compliment uh my major compliment is game. to camera angles more camera angles is better camera angles and this movie has every yeah. camera mm. angle and i loved it sometimes you're from the point of view of the rear view mirror of a car yeah sometimes you're the point of view of under the car yeah or under an airplane sometimes you're under an airplane yeah so many things and uh it's awesome <laughs> uh i was trying to think of like if this was a normal michael bay thing that like just for two seconds you'd be on a really crappy like gopro shot and then back to the regular car driving with good cameras yeah well budgets are what they are and he needs to pay himself first michael bay (laughs) uh i'll go next my compliment is for um probably not the best for the company but my favorite product placement i've seen in a while yeah which is so they they kidnap okay so uh, a bunch of bodybuilders kidnap uh, I mean, Florida. a bunch, three. You know, it wasn't like we had, like, right. so many. Yeah, if you had I three mean, bananas, would you call that a bunch of bananas? <laughs> if they were attached at the top and they took steroids <laughs> together? Yeah. Okay, but would two bananas be a bunch if they were connected? Nope. No, that's a couple bananas. Yeah. I um, guess it depends how big the bananas are in, like, themselves, you know? What if one like, of the bananas was a composite character of three real-life bananas? Oh, then that's the rock <laughs> banana. Yeah, the rock banana. So, okay, so anyway, so a bunch of, a bunch of these, a, a few to a bunch of bodybuilders kidnap a businessman <laughs> torture him for a month to try to get him to sign away his life and during the torture he tries to make friends with the composite character the rock and uh, the rock is feeding him and so at one point between crying while blood is pouring down his face he yeah. says can i get another one of those taco supremes yeah which is a very specific you know you know the way normal people talk <laughs> yeah um he wouldn't. You, you would never just say, "Can I get another taco?" You would always call it by its orderable name, and uh, I thought that was fun. I thought it was a great time. Like that, someone had to clear that script with someone at Taco Bell, and they were like, "Look, <laughs> we're gonna have people eating your tacos on screen, and they'll call them by the correct name. They might even ask for fire sauce." Here's yeah. the important thing. Well, I think that was I a, need to be clear about this. Big He's going to be tortured. Taco Bell comes, you know, like when Gorditas first came out. You know, there there were a couple of big Taco Bell releases in the nineties. Oh, yeah, so I guess at, at the, yeah, so it was, like, that businessman who was being brutally tortured would have been really excited to eat that taco in 1995. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a big it was a big deal. Yeah, the chihuahua was out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo quiero later. Taco Bell. Yeah. That, that dog really did want Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean, this... <laughs> So you speak Spanish. Well, in my, I, well, as you actually do speak some Spanish, and my understanding is that quiero can also mean like you want something sexually. 
Yeah, yeah, you love it. Yeah, you love yeah, it, it, which means that. that that Chihuahua might have just wanted to fuck some Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, right. Fun fact: that Taco, I'm pre- I think that that Chihuahua was, uh, I think, uh, a female dog, if I remember. Okay, like so she yeah she wanted so, to engulf some Taco Bell. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that wasn't that dog's real voice. Is what I'm trying to tell you. That was movie magic. That is very surprising to learn, but I'm glad I know that now. Uh, as that leaves you, what's your major compliment for Pandemic? Also, some people thought that commercial was racist. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, as your turn, major compliment. Uh, well, so I, there are a lot of people who I like generally in this movie, um, yeah. but not in this movie. And so it was a tricky one uh, to yeah. figure out who, who I guess, who deserved better the most. Like, who... <laughs> like, who <laughs> it was... Almost across the board, it felt like people were better than this. Yeah. I wouldn't I, say Marky Mark is better Marky than Mark. this. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, my, my autocorrect uh, corrected Marky, Mark Wahlberg to Mark Walmart, which isn't wrong, I guess, but not a bad burn either. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a pretty good burn. Uh, so thanks. Thanks, Siri. Um, but I, I'm going to give it to, I think, Rebel Wilson, uh, who yeah. um, uh, was a... Uh, <laughs> IMDb had this to say, Rebel Wilson, an avid nunchucks user, brought her own nunchucks to the sex scene to, quote, <laughs> spice things up. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Wait, so Rebel the Wilson, the actress, act- the is a nunchucks enthusiast? Loves nunchucks. An avid nunchucks user. Not just an enthusiast, Christopher. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> she didn't do anything that impressive with them, though. No, she did just twirl Well, that them. made it onto the screen. You know, yeah. nothing that made it onto, like, the actual cut that you saw, because Michael Bay is, like, you know, kind of a fascist with his nunchucks usage in sex scenes. But <laughs> what she did was very spicy, I'm sure, on set. For, and for a sex scene, she used them a fair amount. It did more than most a lot. Yes. I know yeah. that. Which was not at all a joke about her size, because this movie was not just making jokes about people's weight constantly. Oh, they hate <laughs> it. I, I, guys, quick question. What would you like MDB to tell to tell the world that you're an avid user of? Logic. <laughs> an Solid. avid logic user. She brought logic to the sex scene to spice things up. Equality. <laughs> um, could would would it be too much if I just said sex? An avid sex user. He brought sex to the sex scene. I use sex. I I use my sexuality to get. <laughs> further in my career that is true (laughs) thanks all right uh let's get started yes please good morning meat suits welcome back do you read it and weep we're a good podcast mostly about bad books movies and television uh i'm your host alex falcone you can follow me on twitter at alex underscore falcone joining me as always he's at c walter smith on twitter bringing his own sexuality to this program in brooklyn new york it's mr chris smith <laughs> look alex i promise when this is over we're all gonna go camping okay bring it in <laughs> he didn't want to go he wanted camping. people have promised me that a lot it's never been true yeah <laughs> the you know it's funny the time that i most want something to be over is when i'm camping Oh, he didn't just want to go camping. He wanted to go Christian camping. Well, yes. yeah, that was implied. I think that's just like regular camping, except like less swears and like you know, um, like a little bit more praise, and like, you you feel more praise. guilty for the sex you have in the tent. <laughs> you better bring all your sexuality. <laughs> uh, also joining us today on our third mic, he's in Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Uh, my name is Ezra Fox, and I believe in fitness. Oh, <laughs> that's great, buddy. <laughs> I also love yeah, fitness. That was my favorite that was my favorite line from the movie, I think. 
I like more people just to, to believe in fitness. Because I don't know uh, what the alternative is. Wait, but you said that's honestly. your favorite line in the movie? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, is I it like not? it, but there are some better lines in this movie. So many to choose from. Speaking of which, let's see if we can find another one. Uh, this week we have a very special guest uh, returning to the program, at Amy Miller on Twitter, from Los Angeles. But today, hanging out with me in a condo in Boise, Idaho. It's Amy Boise! Miller. Hello! Condo sounds really exotic. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Is it, what would you call it? It's an Airbnb. That is also true. No, we true. do call it a condo. That's what we call it. But it's weird It's weird if you're not a comedian, I feel like. Uh, so it, sometimes instead of hotels, they put you up in a condo. And they call it that because then you can say comedy condo, which is much better than like Laugh Shack or whatever else you'd call it. Or we didn't Palace. clean this. <laughs> it's actually very clean. This one is clean. That's a rarity. This one's very nice. Um, I think probably my favorite line um, would be... Uh, oh, no, my favorite line from the movie was, you're still a notary, right? <laughs> I just love the idea of why... He walks it. It's like the, the they're like, oh, we realized a plot hole. This wouldn't work without a notary public. So he just walks into the gym to the guy who owns the gym and is like, you still have your notary stamp? And the guy's like, sure, that's part of my backstory. And then yeah, that's notarizes. the only reason this wouldn't have worked. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, uh-huh. it's really easy to just walk into a bank and wipe someone out. Well, so, so it, apparently that happened. And apparently the, guys, the guy was a notary. It's just in the movie it's so sloppy the way they reveal that. I do uh, like a notary as a plot point and would request more of those oh, if anyone's yeah. listening yeah. that has yeah, these yeah, kind yeah. of powers. As America's would you ever like to be a notary yourself? I, yes. Except in California, you can only charge $10, uh, which will take a long time for me to make back my notary investment. Wait, what? Yeah, How did they, you they, just they, have that figure off the top of your head so fast? Well, I know that. I mean, like, like I, I'm, I'm very <laughs> interested in being a notary. <laughs> <laughs> You've clearly looked at that. How much does notary school cost? Uh, I don't know, more than $10. So it, I, at least I had to find two things to notarize, and, and then I gave up. But uh, tip you, right? You can accept it. Are you supposed to tip a notary? I don't think you're supposed to. No. I, don't, I think it's like really pretty strict about like how much you can pay. Like they just like I bet there's some other other places where like anything goes for notarizing, but like in California, ten bucks, man. So one of the things I like about notaries, it feels like the last morally clean uh, job in the world. I don't think it's morally clean. I think it's just morally like like I don't know neutral. You're an officer of the law, Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is episode number three hundred and sixty-four of the Ooh. show. We've now done as many episodes as the number of days of the year that are not my birthday. Oh, man. Wait, wait, what about on leap years? Then it's more. Yeah. <laughs> but then doesn't he have two birthdays? Keep asking me easy math questions, Ez. <laughs> what about half birthdays? Because that should count as half a day. Yeah, great. And we'll round down. <laughs> well, that's bullshit also. Anyway, speaking of sad but true things, this week we're talking about Pain and Gain. It's a 2013 crime drama directed by Michael Bay, loosely based on a series of articles published in the Miami Times in 1999 uh, of an actual crime that actually took place, which the movie keeps saying this is a real thing, except that on the on screen when it says, remember this is a true story, it's in that moment it's a composite character doing a thing that never happened. Well, so they kind of picked some weird timing to remind you about it being a true story. It, okay, hang on. Before we move on, show of hands. Yeah. How many people care that this is a true story? Like, or does knowing oh. that it's a true story make it that much better? Yeah. You know, it makes it worse it for me. It, yeah, it makes it way worse. worse. Okay. It changed everything for me. No, it 
it's the only reason I kept watching. <laughs> <laughs> because not, not because I was making you? Well, that's part of it. Uh, but because when it was over, I wanted to read about the real story right away. Yeah. Mm. Which w- is kind of interesting. The real story is fascinating. I think the thing that changed it for me, Chris, is this makes it real sad. Yeah, much less funny. Yeah, because the movie is like, what a goofy bunch of criminals that like murdered three people. They're fucking hapless is what they are. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, sorry. hold on. Murdered two, tortured one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, that's even S- what... Small details. Attempt murder on the other one. The the victim said about the movie. Yeah, exactly. Is like, I don't know why this would be made as a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, um, why did you try I to make them tortured. so likable? People died. Yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> the sister of the guy who was murdered um, was like, it's weird that you're trying to make these characters so likable. They murdered well, my brother. I, okay, but, but like, take yourself out of, of that, it a little so. bit and realize that it's The Rock, and you can't... He's a human likability machine, so... Well, that's what's so I, weird. I didn't love The Rock in this. Ooh. Oh. Okay, we maybe, have some Maybe it was when he was like, get out. oh, maybe beating a priest to death uh, because he thought the priest was coming on to him? Not to maybe death. That was very, the he forgave him in the end. near death? It's not to death because he goes back and works for the priest again at the end of the movie. Yeah, he comes back. And then I felt also, pretty good about the priest turning him in to, to the cops. I felt yes. pretty okay about that. <laughs> totally. Yeah, so I don't love that, but that wasn't The Rock's decision. That was in a bad script. The Rock was doing his best. You don't love the character The Rock was portraying. That's fine. He's a bad And person. I don't love The Rock's agent, all right, for letting him do this. I don't love The Rock for having that agent. <laughs> so, I mean, it, look, Wait, it doesn't wash want, clean you as you what I'm trying to say. to represent himself in negotiations? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. We have a lot of overhead that The Rock, <laughs> you know, doesn't need to be spending his time on, Ezra. His agent <laughs> is very good. Uh, anyway, so uh, we're talking about The Rock a lot because, of course, this is the finale of The Rocktober. The Rocktober. This is the last one? Yeah, it's going to be... Well, until next vin- year. November soon. November. Okay. Wow. Vintober. I don't think it's going to be November, but I really like the idea of November. Anyway, yeah, the Rocktober's over until next year. Next, next, the Rocktober will come back. I celebrate every month at my house. <laughs> it's always the Rocktober for you. You know, how sometimes you leave your Christmas tree up till April because <laughs> you love what Christmas I'm like with the Rock movies. Yeah, I, I think that's the other thing though. The other side of that is like it's kind of nice to have a special, like it's nice for the Christmas tree to be special. If you leave it up till April and then you're like, hey, kids, it's time to put up the tree. It's not as fun. I still got a few months without it. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we no rock movies in the summer. I can watch them whenever I want. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, anyway, so it's the end of the Rocktober for the show. You can keep celebrating in your own way. All right. Um, and in fact, if you want to force us to watch or celebrate whatever you, uh, of your choice, you can go to readdeshweep.com right now, sign up on the mailing list, and we're going to have an opportunity for you to pick out our episodes coming up soon. Chris, yeah. for those of people who had not seen Pain and or Gain, <laughs> please summarize this movie now for us in the style... Of a roided out but slightly hapless Marky Mark. <laughs> sure. Don't forget the Boston accent. Uh, I might. I'm pretty congested. <laughs> uh, so it's 1995, and uh, Daniel Lugo, that's uh, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, is a juiced up, really awesome bodybuilder gym trainer, and he's got aspirations of being something greater because he loves America, and he's a patriot, and the promise of this country is that he gets a second chance, and he deserves more. So Daniel... To, to he, be a shitty con man. His second chance is to be a better shitty con man. Yeah, that's right. Well, and, and business. That's, the promise that's what of business America. is, right? So, so he's, he gets his buddies. He, he's buddies with another trainer at the gym named Adrian, who's Anthony Mackey, and this new trainer guy named Paul, 
uh, the rock who just got out of prison and was a coke addict, but has found Jesus and is now, you know, born again. So the three of them, these three, uh, really awesome, you know, huge guys, uh, decide that they, to make money are going to kidnap and extort Mr. Kershaw, a wealthy client of Daniel's played by Tony Shalhoub. And they're going to make him give them everything he has. So that's Kershaw has a baller house. He has a fast drug dealer boat. He's got cool cars, the whole nine, lots of money, offshore accounts and a sandwich shop at the airport. So they're going to be made men with sandwiches. <laughs> they're going to have no, unlimited sandwiches. And that's what they're, <laughs> when they're going traveling. For. They'll be able to not pay for sandwiches. Yeah. And so these guys, you know, they have seen some action movies, special Daniel, Daniel. He's like the leader of the group. He's like the Leonardo of the Ninja Turtles of the group. And they um, they decide uh, to kidnap him, and they do, and they're kind of the whole Wait, point. Chris, of this you movie. had like there's like no caveat. There's no caveat on that he just straight up Leonardo, not like Leonardo. If like Leonardo, you know, killed people or yeah, like, if Leonardo, Leonardo killed like, people and lifted more weights, basically, and didn't have swords <laughs> and wasn't a turtle. Well, but more in the weights, he's already so muscly. In the in the especially in the roided out version that Michael Bay did, yeah. For sure. The Michael Bay Turtles you is basically muscles. this character where you don't like them and they have a ton of muscles. Oh, yeah. I guess it's basically the same. Good point. So basically. basically, these guys have never done anything like this before and they're terrible at kidnapping, terrible extortion, terrible at torture. And Kershaw is actually kind of a tough, resilient guy. So it doesn't go well. And they decide, you know, after finally, after like months or maybe more than a month of, uh, of holding him in this sex toy warehouse... Uh, he finally signs over his assets, uh, you know, and they get it notarized by the owner of the gym, Rob Cordry, and, you know, they get their money, but they decide it's better not to let Kershaw go, so they try to kill him. They try to stage a drunk driving accident, and then that doesn't work, so they run him over with a car twice, but that doesn't work because they're just terrible at this. They fucked up running over a guy with a car because he was against a ledge, and it sort of shielded him from a lot of it. So um, it, it, I, I, I can't resist just wanting to compare stuff to the real true story now because I've read a lot about it. Okay. But that, that particular detail, is it 100% true that they staged a drunk driving accident, he survived, they blew up the car, he accidentally got out, then they ran him over twice, and it did not kill him. Uh, yeah. But the car was different, apparently. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not a, a BMW, or it was not a Mercedes. He had a crappier car. Yeah, like okay, whatever. It's a movie. <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny though? I and just... the reason he is so tough is that his grandfather survived the Holocaust. Well, that's yeah. how toughness passes, gets passed down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Think of all the Jewish fellows you know and how tough they are. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel I pretty tough. Grand- I mean, like, I made it through this whole <laughs> shitty movie, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, basically everybody I know had really tough grandparents, and now they're like, "Oh, I get sleepy when I don't eat enough breakfast." You know, that's yeah, just- yeah. I think it was just really like, yeah. All right, so maybe just maybe you just get tougher as you get older, and then old people are also tough. Yeah. Also, life was tougher. I think back then, you know, people had to be tougher. Everyone had to be like jerky mostly. In 1995? Like no, not 1995. Yeah. Like, grandparents. It was. Well. I mean, I was 15, so it was really harsh. I was I was tougher at 15 than I am now. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, not me. Uh, not physically. Well, yeah, physically and emotionally. That's weird, Alex. Is that weird? Yes. At 15, you just deal with so much more stuff. Now I can just, like, leave when I don't like people. Uh, and back then, you'd be like, well, we're still in math together. I think you had a different high school experience than I did. <laughs> 
Interesting. So these guys, these roided up guys, they uh, they get the money. They get Kershaw's money. And even though Kershaw survived, he's in the hospital and the police don't believe him because of his unpleasant personality. They think he's making it up. And also racism. Cops but, cops are not great, guys. No, like, the cops don't like, come like, off yeah, well. The, no. Cops are... But the whole yeah, point is part also totally true is that the cops did not believe him because the, he was like, they were like, you were kidnapped by personal trainers and held in a sex Who dressed as ninjas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just... It was such a bad crime that the cops didn't believe it happened. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. kind of funny, so, except for sad, because a man got tortured for a month. Well, sure. I uh, mean... But our heroes, the bodybuilders, they have all his money, <laughs> and now they're rich. <laughs> and so Marky Mark... I mean, that right there is the summary of why this movie makes me... creeps me out, is that they are our heroes. I don't care. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> man, fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, so this they, like, I want this to lead me to my. I have a question for 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 later, but I want you guys to start thinking about it now. Um, could you ever be friends with a person who said this movie was their favorite movie? No. Yeah, that's not a real person. Unless that person was Marky Mark. <laughs> would you who be I friends? would love I'm to not, be friends with. Oh. I'm not even sure that Marky Mark thinks this is his favorite movie, but I would believe that more than I'd believe any normal person. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I think I like this the oh, most. Oh, wait, you said to think about it, not answer it, huh? Well, I mean, you can answer it if, if that's how you think. Yeah, it's too late. Weird. Great. So back, back to the movie. Uh, they get his money. They're rich. Marky Mark becomes a neighborhood big shot coaching the neighborhood kids at basketball. And wait, wait, wait. I just want to clarify one thing. He moves into the guy's house. Oh, yeah. He takes his house. Straight up just moves into the house. But like, so if you're like, huh, I wonder who kidnapped this guy and took his money. It's the guy who's living in his house. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's kind of the like guy a, on a what, lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a nice thing though. It's like it's like you vanquish your enemies, eat their heart, and then you get their lawnmower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's basically true. That is. Yeah, that's how it works. Pretty much how this so movie works. At this works. point, Chris, it feels like like we're, we we must be getting near the end, right? There can't possibly be an entire other caper. Yeah, there is. Because, I mean, <laughs> so Marky Mark becomes the rich neighborhood guy. Adrian marries the nurse he'd been seeing for his uh, erectile dysfunction, uh, Rebel Wilson. Paul gets a coke habit again because uh, he can afford it. <laughs> Noted and, nunchuck enthusiast, yeah. Rebel Wilson. <laughs> and The Rock uh, is banging uh, this stripper that Marky Mark uh, used to go with. And... Uh, Surprise, surprise, guy with the drug habit runs out of money first, and he robs an armored truck. The green dye gets all, all over him from the bags, and he barely escapes. The cops shoot off one of his toes, but he escapes. And they go to Adrian's wedding, and Adrian admits he's out of money, too, from his penis injections. So they got to rob somebody again. They got to do it again, back back to the lab again. So they target... I have, I, have a, I have a theory about why he ran out of money for drugs so quickly. Why is that? Is that every time he snorts cocaine, it goes all over his face? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's wasting a lot of valuable cocaine. Yeah. The Rock is really bad at coke. Also, I'm just going to say it. Like, shouldn't people be buying these kinds of things in bulk? You know, like the penis (laughs) injections or the cocaine? Like, I feel like at a certain point, you could just get a lot so that you'd be pretty much set up for a long time. Yeah. Just go to the bulk section of your Whole Foods. Buy coke. There's not really a bulk discount. What? I mean, there for which? For penis like, injections or for cocaine? You a, okay, the penis injections, definitely. You buy a six-pack. But for, You mean engorgitol? Yeah, for engorgitol. <laughs> Wait, but does it really coke, engorge like, I don't want to engorge it all. I just want to engorge the one thing. That's I what think it's called. Engorgitol. You know, it engorge, engorge it one. Engorge it specifically. <laughs> you know, like, not, not all. All is too much. <laughs> 
I didn't name the medicine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't name it also. <laughs> what would you have named it, Amy? Um, d- the Dick Fixer. Oh, Dick, dick Fixer. fixer is awesome. Or just, yeah. just Dixer for short. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. So they need to rob again. And so they target a porn magnet in town, a magnate who uh, he yeah. drives Not fancy cars. No, no, magnet, magnet. It's a magnet. Okay, I said it. All the porn just goes right to him. Porn sticks to him he's, he's via a, a weak like electric magnet. He sends force. porn out into the world. He doesn't yeah. bring it to himself. Oh, man. So they, they lure him in with a business deal. And then in a total freak out accident, quote unquote, they kill him and then his wife. And uh, so now they have a two-person, 300-pound problem they need to get from point A to point B. So hilarity ensues. <laughs> yeah, hilarity ensues. They hack out the bodies. They grill off the fingerprints off the hands, and they get the remains into <laughs> barrels, dump it in a swamp. It's all pretty gruesome. But what's been going on in this background is that Kershaw, but the original victim, he's hired Ed Harris, a retired uh, PI who's very, very good to take up his case and ed harris he's a good detective so he finds all the evidence well, that these guys supposed to be retired supposed to be that's right <laughs> but he hates don't do he, it there's only two things he hates in this world and that's golfing and fishing so he might as well uh catch bad guys instead and yeah it's not like those, there are literally could, millions of other options yeah it's yeah there's, either, there's like there's penis injections we gotta get the the dixer you could get, you could be a dixer applicator <laughs> or you could uh learn none a notary you could be notary, a notary is a great, great profession. <laughs> I've heard good things. It's not really a full time like go to the office in- engagement though. Well, you got to hustle, no, which is what he needs. He wants to be semi retired. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But Ed Harris does. He finds all the evidence, and the police calls him, and they arrest them all, and it's all they catch the bad guys, and they all get arrested. And Marky Mark, uh, he had fled the police, making it to, all the way to the Bahamas in that fast uh, boat that he got from Kershaw. Um, but then they ar- they arrest him there. So uh, everybody gets arrested, bad guys get caught, idiots lose, detectives win, the end of the movie. Uh, and that's the movie. That's the movie. Coming in so a brisk long. two hours and ten minutes. Yeah. If the summary felt long, it's because the movie was so goddamn long. Shouldn't yeah. It's been so long. You ever watch a lighthearted movie for an hour longer than it should be? <laughs> that's what this was. Look at you, Judd Apatow. <laughs> yeah this is like Jeb Apatow with more angles yeah uh so we, because this is rocktober uh the our anchor segment today is just to talk we're talking about what makes the rock the rock and we've already so we, we call the segment rock this way so chris has already mentioned um some things about the rock that are different in this um and we had some mixed opinions about his performance i think in this uh or no as you were the one who didn't like that he killed people but well, know. he it also didn't... doesn't show up for way too long. That's true. I mean, we were 20 minutes into this thing, and I was like, thought you told me The Rock was in it, Alex. But that might be on me more than the movie <laughs> by saying this well, is a The Rock movie. Because if I on... said this is a Marky Mark movie, you would have been like, hey, there he is. Yeah. It's That's on true. the movie's poster, I think, at least. Like, right? Like, he was on the poster, and he was a big part of that, you know, like, mass-wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, didn't, he didn't show up for a while. But that is he, true. I think he's arguably uh, the most memorable of the three characters. You know? Yeah, okay. I think it's true. He's he's yeah. sort of comic relief. It's kind of because he's like always wearing shirts that are like, I heart Jesus and Team Christ and stuff like that. He's like comedically religious. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he does a lot of coke badly. He's always getting the coke <sighs> everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I mean, he does it a lot. You'd think he'd be a coke expert. Uh, well, actually, that's interesting that there, 
there's a lot of things where you like kind of plateau on your ability to do a thing, right? Where like you don't have like more deliberate practice to be better at the thing you're trying to be better at, you know? So like we're not we drive a lot, guys. We're not like increasing our skills as drivers, you know? Like we're yeah, just, we're the same amount of you know. That's so, interesting. He should be like specific coke practice, I guess. Like, what's the part of the coke thing that's the hardest for him? He should just do that part. Yeah, he, he needs a coach with a stopwatch and a bunch of drills in his coke usage. <laughs> he really needs to Blind elevate drills. his game. It, okay, so I I think that's a very reasonable point you made. As no problem. <laughs> Thank with you. Those. The only thing I would say is that maybe like in the when you first learn how to drive. The way he does coke is like if the first time you learn how to drive, no one told you to stay on roads. <laughs> oh, that is a key part of driving. That's Accuracy true. really is his main main thing that's missing. Yeah, he gets He's from like, A oh, to the coke. The way you do coke is some in your nose, a lot on your upper lip, some near your eyebrows. You just get it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he has a snorting problem. Sure. So, uh, but what else? What else is fun about the Rock in this movie, or good or bad? Oh, he's huge. Like- I love it when he's huge. <laughs> So not, yoked. Not wearing shirts. Never sleeves. Uh, well, it's Florida. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeves are not it's for Florida. It's a, law. it's a law. Sun's out, Even guns out. like oh, a, nice, a nice pair of overalls with no shirt underneath. Yeah. I enjoy that. When he's taking apart a body, he's wearing just a, um, like a kiss, oh, it's the, like cook a kiss the cook apron yeah. and, and no sleeves. Yeah. Just, yeah. Sun's out, guns out the whole movie. Yeah. That's pretty good. And he still gets to be. I, I would so like. like Go. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ez. Well, I just I would like you know like a, a a charity that collects all the sleeves that The Rock did not use in this movie you know, and <laughs> donates the, to the to the less fortunate. So um, I'm trying to think of a suns out guns out for sleeves. Um, <laughs> shades out. Sleeves on? Man, I can't do it. I, I don't know. Maybe um, just like the sun gives you cancer, wear some damn she- sleeves. That's that's yeah. what that's what the charity's um, name. Or like the cold. A lot of the time, it, he's carrying a skateboard. Oh yes. yeah, he does but skateboard never from A to B. It. Yeah, he. We never see him skateboard, but and almost every cool. scene, he's just carrying it around. Like he, skateboard enthusiast, the rock. That's pretty, yeah. He brings it into the bedroom. I'm gonna start yeah. carrying one. I'm about as unrealistically top heavy as he is for <laughs> a purported skater. He does look like a skateboard is not meant for his body type. <laughs> Even like a long board, you're like, this just doesn't Doesn't check mean he out. can't carry one. No. Yeah. And he looks damn cool. One. All right. So what else do we see from The Rock this time that we don't usually see? Um, one thing I noticed is that The Rock is dumber in this than he normally is. Way dumber. So dumb. Which was kind of fun. I thought he did a decent job of playing like charming dumb. Because normally he plays like a, you know, like um, in the Fast and Furious movies, he's like driven, smart, you know, always one step ahead. Yeah, fucking alpha. Like yeah. Daffy. Yeah. It's strange to just, I think, partially imply that if someone is very Christian, they're also dumb as fuck. But. Yeah. I don't think know. that this implied a causal relationship between those things. I feel like they were very closely related. <laughs> yeah, I think they were su- definitely suggesting that. He sings in this movie, which I always oh, yeah. appreciate. Oh, yeah. He doesn't seem to have a good voice. On, like, he does it on Saturday Night Live, you know, and I always enjoy that. He's not a good singer, but it's fun. Because <laughs> he's big um, and handsome. What, what genre of music does he sing? Is it rock? It should be. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast so you could see how ashamed she looked of me <laughs> when she said that. Yeah. Not unjustifiedly. 
Um, but I don't know. I thought The Rock, it was a good uh, comedic performance by The Rock, frankly. Uh, yeah, I thought actually a lot of people, as you don't like this because he killed people, but well, I, no. I think in general, everyone kind of performed above the movie. Yes, that's fair. But for me, this okay, it was just me. But it seemed like this is a movie that understood that there were jokes out in the world, but didn't know how to get any of them in the movie. Like they like, huh? there's like a, that's it felt like there, there was like an understanding of comedy, but like, just like, it was like a robot comedy. It was like, it's like, okay, I'm a robot. I've seen comedy. I'm pretty sure I can nail this. And oh, like like when they take like when Google had a robot that could like write a new Beethoven piece by just like taking Beethoven esque notes and putting them in order. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's like that this of is right. comedy. This is right, like, right? These seem like structurally accurate, but not funny. Well, yeah. some people who are amazing comedic actors did nothing funny at all. I mean, Tony Shalhoub did nothing really funny, which I know he's being tortured, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Gordon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. like. <laughs> You had a month. Come up with one good joke. Just so underutilized across the board. Well, yeah. it, even talking about the comedy is such an interesting thing because, like, the movie is listed on IMDb as an action drama, huh. and so so it took me a while before I was like, yeah, this is on purpose a comedy, not on accident a comedy. I don't think so. I don't think it was. You don't supposed think it was a comedy? I think it was. No, I think I'm sure laugh. it was supposed to be funny. Yeah, I didn't laugh, but I thought it was trying to be. Well, I, I just think that cat. You don't put that cast together. You don't put Rebel Wilson and Tony Shalhoub and like um, and uh, Rob Corddry. Like you don't put all of them in a movie and be like, this is a oh. serious movie. Yeah, but I don't. You don't know. put all those bodies in the movie and say that's a serious movie, though. Or, or say it's a funny movie. You know, like you don't. You don't like. You don't. Yeah, I. I mean, I would say the major flaw in this movie is tone. It's just All right, I guess really what I say is, yeah, you don't tone. put Michael Bay in front of them in, in charge of the movie and say it's going to be a comedy. I well, that's, that's yeah, exactly. I feel like this movie was trying to be Snatch, but Michael Bay is not ta- as talented as Guy Ritchie. It was yeah. trying to be like kind of hapless criminals, but really funny, interesting situations. This was like, no, it's just kind of sad. Yeah, and there's well, moments I, that I, I don't know if the the thing was supposed to be funny or if it's just so, so bad that yeah. like... Like, why does that model immigrate via the Grand Canyon, the top of it? <laughs> you know? Did you guys like, see that? I mean, it's, a nice, it's a nice view. Why I mean, does she, like, get out of a mule's ca- trunk and then end up on top of the Grand she's Canyon? Just, she, like, sneaks into the country through Mexico. They put her in the back of a car, which apparently, like, the immigration did not check the trunk. No, um, they never Always do. check they the never, trunk. They, they just look in the back seat and that's it. That's why Daddy's gonna build a wall. And so, <laughs> do you call him Daddy? Is that? Yeah, I call him Daddy. So, uh, so she gets through. Like they open the trunk, and they're like, "You're in America," and she's standing on the lip of the Grand Canyon. Like this is a beautiful country I've just walked well, into. Yeah, it's so how it's how like people who are watching it knew they're in America. <laughs> is that a comedic moment? Is that supposed to be really <sighs> hilarious? Yeah. Like, like a hangover style joke. Apparently, you know? in real life. That woman who they met at a strip club, they really did convince her that she they were part of the CIA and that she was a CIA agent. Well, that's because women are so dumb in this movie, oh, especially. This fails the Bechdel test, right? Like, like Definitely. I'm pretty oh, sure I never hard. saw two women talking together. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for that to happen. Not even not about happening. a guy. Nope, they didn't uh, talk about anything. No. Um... um. They I, did I, okay. uh, have their breasts talked about because... The breast implants were the first. It was the first time breast implants were used as evidence in a courtroom in America. 
Yes, yeah, so to like idea to body, like, yeah. To idea body, yeah. Be pretty heavy handed about talking about them while she was still alive <laughs> and touching them. Yeah, and so, when she was dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, that that noise you're making, Ezra. That's how I feel about this movie. Uh, These things really, really didn't bother me was, at the time. <laughs> Yeah. This is so weird. This is Chris, you're doing what Ezra's supposed to be doing. Yeah, I, know. I, just, I told Amy I, I was like, we're not enjoying this. Ezra will love it. And then <laughs> no, you didn't. Didn't. Weird. Maybe maybe okay, maybe it's because Michael Bay's like frenetic like uh like cutting style um made my like my trick of being able to speed up movies to make them more bearable <laughs> oh, like, did unwatchable. You try so I had up? to actually slow it down. Uh-oh. Yeah, it, you can't do it with Michael Bay. Michael <laughs> Bay knows what I'm trying to do and it stops me. <laughs> he foiled you. Yeah. Now really I like it more. That's kind of fun that he put a little trap in there so you can't, so Ezra can't cheat. <laughs> Speed trap. Yeah, he's like, no, you're going to watch all this. Um, I I don't know where we are in anything, but um, guys, how would you how would you make this a movie Actually, that pause, you would pause, enjoy pause. more? As okay. Before you do that, um, where we are is yeah. we need to do the ad, and then we'll have time for questions, so that'd be perfect. Great. Okay. Also, I want you guys to note that I just caught a fly with my bare hand. Oh, God. He did. He, 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 he Miyagi. Based on a true fly. story. <laughs> exactly. Welcome back to Adventures in Meatburg, where we profile the exciting lives of Meat Buddies, our friends who donate to the show. You too can support the podcast and get to be in one of these not usually flattering but fun anyway ads by donating to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. General Porkchop, what is it? <laughs> Mayor Meatbot, old-timey prospector, bad news. The electricity is out, so I won't be able to recharge before my meeting? Nope. A race of super-intelligent crabs are storming the shores of meat po- at Meat Point, hoping to kill all of us with their terrible pincers and eat just the meat inside our legs? That's very wasteful. Uh, no, not that. Are they out of old-fashioned donuts at your favorite donut place, and you are so very, very mad you can just shoot somebody to help you, God? What? What? Okay, um, let's see. Maybe, um, maybe scientists just found out that the Earth's crust isn't actually stable and sinkholes are forming all over the world, but then they also found out that the Earth's core is made out of marshmallow foam, so if you do fall into a sinkhole, you'll die in the tastiest way possible? I don't even know where to start on that one. I hope it is that one. No, it's, it's not. It's definitely not. Uh, look, I was thinking back, and I realized that you actually guessed right two guesses ago. The one about the super-intelligent crabs. Um, yes, that was the one. They're getting ready to invade the meat coast any meat minute now. Really, General? Yeah. I mean, I'm as surprised as you are, and I'm the one who guessed it. That crabs are attacking, or that you were correct in your guess. Yeah, I'm surprised about both those things. Well, there is no time to be surprised. There are only 30 meat seconds left. We must do something. Oh, but we have very little water capability, and once the crabs get onto land, they're unstoppable. If only we knew somebody who could drive a submarine... Whoa, who are you? I'm newest meat body, Linnea Glasser. Wow, the one who made the game about the mermaids? It's not exactly a game, but yeah. You mean The Sea Eternal, the text-based interactive novel available on Android, iOS, or Steam by going to madrealstories.com slash squid? That's the one. Well, we are lucky you arrived, Linnea Glasser. We have a terrible problem with crabs. Uh, I don't think I can help with that. 
But the medicine is available at most drugstores. No, no, you misunderstand us. Our problem is with giant, hyper-intelligent crabs that want to eat our leg meats. I don't think I can help with that either. All I'm any good at is driving submarines. It's how I was able to do all the undersea research for my game, The Sea Eternal. Wait a second, Linnea Glasser. You're giving me an idea. An app that automatically orders a pizza to wake you up from a nap? Oh, this again. No. Escalators for two-story houses. No, not that. Oh, you mean we could attach a giant bottle of anti-lice shampoo to our submarine, take it out into the ocean, and spray it onto the crabs so they won't be able to attack Meatberg? Yes, that was it exactly. What a great idea. I'll get my sub warmed up. I would applaud for you, Prospector, but I can't remember where I put the software that allows me to do that. Oh, let me help you with that. I have the clap. Oh, I don't think I can help with that one. Really, all these problems can be avoided by practicing safe sex. Wait a second. This gives me yet another idea. Pinata's full of cereal? Uh, Nope. Turning windmills into rides? Uh, No. Miniature camels you can pet and ride around your house? Not that either. Oh, you were going to say we could put up a physical barrier to keep the crabs from coming back. Great idea. Perfect. I'll attach a giant rubber fence to my submarine. Uh, That sounds wonderful. I think we've solved this problem. Me too. I have syphilis. Okay. Go to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies to donate today. Your generosity earns you an embarrassing mention on a podcast that you can't tell your friends about and you also support our show. Seriously, though. Well, I should go. Me too. Yeah, uh, I have an appointment with literally anything else. Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. All right, so now it's time for the game of lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Uh, so this is our mini questions game segment. Um, as you had a question that you wanted to ask before, so let's let's do that one now. This is the perfect time. Okay. Um. How would you make this a movie that you enjoyed? <laughs> Don't change a uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> How would you okay. make this a movie that I could have a conversation with Chris again? With, like, oh, that's interesting. What if we said it was just like? What if it wasn't based on a true story? What if there was nothing true about this at all? I think that might do it for me, honestly. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, I think that would change it. 100%. Maybe that's the difference: is that when watching movies, I completely disconnect from all reality or trying to guess what's reasonable and not, and just sort of follow well, it. I think I do that too normally, but then once you've told me over and over again that it's a real thing, I have to go Google it, and then when I read it, I feel sad inside. But oh. That takes away from the movie. Yeah, I read about it after. And if the movie wasn't so goddamn long, I wouldn't have done that while I was watching it. <laughs> Boom. Mm. I, Boom. I would have, uh, I'd be curious what happened. So, like, we start the movie with the end of the movie, um, yeah. basically, right? So, like, Marky Mark's about to get caught uh, by the copy cops. Um, and <laughs> doing crunches on the side of a building. Yeah, let's not gloss over that. The <laughs> yeah, thing he's doing is he, he works at this gym, and so he, and there's a ladder on the outside of the building, like, attached to the brick. And so he's just, like, 20 feet up doing crunches on the upside down. Oh, and it looks cool. like that, the, it looks like, yeah. Okay, so the cool thing about it, is it looks like the the like the billboard is like doing curls. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. But but the problem with starting with the end of the movie is that your character goes from like B to B basically. Right? So like <laughs> and and also he really wasn't that different in the middle part either. So like 
you don't really get any kind of change or growth or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, if he had started as, like, a scrawny guy and then got beefy and then decided to kill some people, that'd be interesting, I guess. Yeah, it's funny. But he, just, like, like, a... he went from a shitty con man to a personal trainer who's also a shitty con man. That's his whole arc. Yeah. It's, it's not, it doesn't, I, there wasn't a whole lot of change for anyone, is what I noticed. It's also weird, because he was able to triple the membership of that gym, so he had, like, really good real-world actual job skills. Yeah, he had a good idea, which is yeah, a sleazy like good idea, a, but just, strippers get free gym memberships to this place, so all of a sudden there's a bunch of strippers around, so more people join that gym because sex. <laughs> is there a word for... Why, what he was spending his money on, though, because even when they were doing really well, he's like bills suck like he couldn't pay his bills <laughs> but they never explained why well yeah, yeah. i think the I, moral of this story is that trainers don't make very much money they, they, well that's like a, that's a problem with rob cordry then right you should have beat up rob, rob cordry you don't have to beat up tony shalhoub to fix that right yeah i another thing i think they would fix it is if at the end they didn't have the part where they were like and then they're sentenced to death the end because <laughs> that's kind of a, a bummer for a comedy that's the only it's, part i liked <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually I wish they would have shown it. Oh, well, they they're still alive, so yeah, I think they haven't been executed yet. But are they still on death row? Although, run? yeah, because The Rock is out. Yes, or like one of out. his composite characters got out in seven years. Yeah, but the other two guys were sentenced to death, and uh, that is so not cute or funny. It's just not a good comedy ending. It's. I guess so. I'm going back to like the ro- the robot who uh, the robot who thinks they know what a joke is. I may it might not even be that good of a robot who understands what jokes are. You know, like sure. like maybe like the, the robot was like programmed by like maybe like a like a borderline like sociopath basically and like laughed at things that weren't funny. And the robot like oh yes, this is what comedy is. And then that was like kind of maybe the formative part of its 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 training. I agree. Okay, so let's do this. So uh, landing bonus round, game landing number two. What would be a thing that you could have a gang of personal trainers do that would be funny? Um, skateboard skateboard definitely <laughs> top <Run> for president <laughs> <laughs> all all in a big uh, coat like they're stacked we're running on top of team, each other yeah team president <laughs> <laughs> um maybe i don't know like go to law school like the like it's like a legally brawn but like like legally like legally buff maybe legally yoked <laughs> legally jacked yeah i'm into that I All right, lightning bonus round. I think we have some lightning bonus ones. round. Um, so Chris in the weekly weep this week asked people, uh, "Is there anything The Rock cannot do?" Yeah. Um, so let's start with you guys. You guys what, having seen this, we know a little bit about the range on The Rock. Um, what's the, what's something that The Rock can't do? Stop amazing me. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a good one. He also can't fit in that car that Marky Mark drives. No, I don't know. He's still got from A to B pretty car. good. He oh, he got around, but like the top three or four inches of his face was outside of the sunroof, and he yeah, looked and he cool had as to, hell. Like, shimmy into it all weird. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah. It seemed cool because you didn't watch him getting in and out every time. That would have made the movie way longer. Totally. I think he can't save this movie. I don't think. Yeah. I liked it. Um. I just didn't really smell what he was cooking in this film. <laughs> oh, which was hands. It was hands. That's what he was cooking. Yeah, he was cooking. <laughs> well, Samoans are very good barbecuers. Like, there's, it makes sense they gave him that job. It yeah. was probably a, super what a, tasty. What a specific bit of racism. Who <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly... It's not racist. I think you could probably say, like, yeah, it would be like, in, there are cultures that are, better, that are more into barbecuing. Grilling meats? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Brazilians are Koreans? good at barbecuing. That's, yeah, Koreans. Fine. Mongolians. Yeah. I don't think delicious. that's racist. 
I mean, I, I think, think to close. say that, okay, to say there's like a, a, a tradition, like cultural tradition of doing this thing and to say like the people themselves are like, like, I don't know. It, it sounded to me like, like, uh, was yeah, that like I, exceptionalism I think or something? Yeah, I, like like, yeah. I think she meant the cultural thing, not that, uh, uh Samoans are genetically predisposed to barbecuing because yeah, of their head well, shape. Well, that's us. to barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he probably does. Uh, <laughs> Actually, he's barbecued in multiple movies, I feel Tell, like. What's another The Rock barbecue moment? Uh, what is... I feel like he was just barbecuing in that Kevin Hart movie he was in. Oh, uh, Ride Along 2? No, Central Intelligence. <laughs> oh, no, Cent- Cent- yes. Central Intelligence. Yes. I wish we had seen that instead. I feel like they, that was oh. based on a true story where they, where they grilled hands. I bet, I bet that was more fun. The hand grilling, it by the way... It was more fun. So much more. Hand grilling was a real thing, and... Um, Marky Mark's character did have to yell at the guy to not barbecue them outside. That was a real thing. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, wait. So w- the the realness of it, though, like, oh, sorry, sorry, talking about the real life version of of the hand grilling. Yeah. Because in the real life, it was Marky Mark that grilled the hands in real life. Oh, okay. We all read the same Wikipedia article. Yay! <laughs> Super interesting. Uh, all right, so what else did you go? Let's see what other people thought that uh, The Rock cannot do. Um, we had some uh, great answers. Can attach a toe, I guess? Yeah. No, you didn't get that toe back. A lot of people wrote in with, can he uh, make a rock so big that even he couldn't lift? Oh, I love that. And the uh, answer is the no. The Rock get, ever can gets so whatever he wants. that he couldn't move his own body. Yeah. Uh, what's the answer, Chris? Oh, sorry. For the Rock, uh, one he can lift whatever he wants. He's the Rock, but he so he can't make that big of a rock. Then is the issue. Um, I think he is better at moving things than he is at building rocks. It could be. Yeah, but he could still probably build a pretty yeah. great rock. He wakes up at four a.m. So, every day. But the Rock would be uh, yeah, mostly like, cod. He should learn how to smoke rocks so he doesn't lose all the powder. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, uh, let's see. What else can he not do? Yeah, what can he not do? At Nezchen on Twitter says that uh, if the the rock that endures is classic rock. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do you want to scoff at our and then look really? Well, that was a reply that? to um, no? if the rock was in a tug of war with himself, would he would he win? Uh, right, right, right. I just liked the pun and I wanted to share it. Yeah. No, we had a lot of great feedback, and it was really fun uh, winning our. I know, and I haven't pulled all, all my favorite ones on the yet. Internet, super fun. Yeah. Well, so we got to read better ones. We have to read the good ones. That's what we do. Um. Oh, as a man, he's unable to carry a child for nine months in his body and give birth to it. Yeah. But so if the Rock was totally in a remake Junior. of Junior, hello. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, same idea. <laughs> Every Oscar to the Rock. Boom. It's- probably gonna happen soon with kevin hart and i will <laughs> yeah. watch it i'd watch that too in the theater uh yeah. that was heather on facebook megan says uh he has such a little body he has such a little body fat and so much muscle mass he probably can't float hmm. well he was a lot he's so, swimming a lot in this movie though uh well, yeah he did do some pretty good swimming but he was low in the water that's true um you know what the rock can't do what's that can't beat the paper no. <laughs> I I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> lightning bonus round. Well, I guess lightning bonus round. Every, there's a bunch more great answers, and we don't have time to get to all of them because we're running out of time. But um, that is also awesome. Uh, Marjorie says he can't lick his own elbow. That's probably true. It's very far away. Mm. Wait, how close can people? Because I actually I think I know someone who could. 
I'll look it for him. I got you, buddy. He has people to do that. <laughs> All right, that's lightning bonus round. Uh, if you want to play along, go to facebook.com slash read it and weep or on Twitter at read underscore weep. And now it's time for our uh, second half of our compliment sandwich. It's the minor compliment. So we're going to go in reverse order, which means Ezra, you're up first. What's your last nice thing you're ever going to say about this movie? Okay, so if you have to watch a Michael Bay movie, I greatly recommend that you watch... Um, this uh, YouTube channel is like a video essay on Michael Bay first. Uh, so it's uh, the, the channel is called Every Frame of Painting. And oh, talks Every Frame about, of Painting is awesome. Uh, That's so good. Yeah. So he has this one on Bayhem, uh, which is you know, basically, it has, it has some shots from this movie. And it just talks about basically Michael Bay's integrating a lot of different kinds of motion at the same time. Um, and that's kind of his, that's his whole, that's his whole deal. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to feel smart uh, and, and like, just like see like, I don't know movies in a different way. So like 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 their art or something. Uh, check out every frame of painting on YouTube. It's super good. You know, if super you want to see movies like they're like I don't know art or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean they're not in this case. Or in, yeah, or another way to say cases. that is if you want to ruin paintings by comparing them to Michael Bay movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one will come out good from this. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, for reals though. Uh, well, the, the, the Bayhem uh, video is is fantastic. Awesome. Uh, my minor compliment is. Um, uh, okay, so I like a, I like a movie with an ampersand in the title. I enjoy that. Oh, wow! Really, what are some really other great movies it. with ampersands? There's some other. There's so many great ones. There's Fast and Furious. Oh, also, yeah. Fast and Furious Six. Yeah. Not in five. Nope. Just those two have the ampersand. Also, Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Willy Wonka oh, and the Chocolate Factory. That's an Legally ampersand. Blonde Two, Red, White, and Blonde. Batman and Persand Robin. And then, of course, the best one of all, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, which is... Uh, they used ampersands for to get the Yeah, managed to get three ampersands in the title of that that's film. Crazy. Dang. Isn't that good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoa. So that's a fun thing There's to look totally, for. like, I found a... Wow. Did you find the um, the Happy National Ampersand Day post? Is that how you got all this? I did. I was... Yeah, if you Google movie titles with ampersands, you'll find a Happy National Ampersand Day, which is, like, September 9th, I think. It's almost like they'll yeah. just let anyone claim that they have a day, regardless of what it actually means. Too close to speaking of which, speaking of which, guys, what's next week? <laughs> Tanya Day is coming Tanya up. Tanya Day, coming up. <laughs> yes. October 28th? October 28th. October 28th is Tanya Day. We'll be doing some, we don't have a, we're not going to be doing a complete episode that day, but we'll have some special Tanya Day festivities on Facebook and Twitter and on the, on the, re, on the weekly weep, so make sure you're hanging the, around. And you're the traditional ones. What? The traditional ones only. Oh, yeah, yeah, the traditional Tiny Day celebrations. Uh, Chris, it's your turn. What's your minor compliment? Oh, my minor compliment is for Eduardo Harris, who in this movie uh, <laughs> is fantastic. I love Ed Harris. Um, he just brought way more seriousness and gravitas. I think he's the one non-comedic actor uh, in, a, in a non-comedic role in this movie. And I would say of all the people in the movie, he's the one who's the furthest above it. Yeah, he sure oh, is. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's just so coming in. His role is like, like, oh, this is some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it if I can just go by my real name. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> So it's easier. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, I'm just going to be me. Yeah. I actually, that I would be a Harris fun thing a if, you're, if you're so good of an actor that you're like, I only play characters that are named Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I really bought it. <laughs> I hate listening. To, I hate trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be called. <laughs> I believed him as an Ed for yeah, sure. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He looks like an Ed. Oh, my God. Um, I actually loved him so much in this movie that I immediately upon finishing this movie watched Apollo 13 from start to finish. Oh, nice. Not only am I sick, as you all can tell, but yeah. I had some time to watch movies. So 
Boom. Oh, Apollo 13 is so good. I've also been enjoying him recently as the man in black. I need to start yeah. that one. Yeah, I hear it's in pretty Westworld. good. I hear it's all yeah, right. It is, it's my favorite show about sex robots I've seen in, for sure. This month? Well, I'm no, a fan of his in, uh, in the Truman Show. Yeah. That's not about sex robots exactly, but it's close <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> he's a good God character. Kind yeah, of. he's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Westworld uh, might be good or might not. I don't think any of us know yet. Yeah, nobody it's knows. certainly interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm still watching. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in for it, but man, I feel like they might, they might be tricking me. Might be like, lost like all over what? again. Yeah. What do you think that? What's the trick? Like the trick is like maybe we're gonna watch three seasons and they won't have revealed anything of what's actually going on. Like lost. Oh, it just feels like, like maybe, maybe too patient. Like maybe like the, maybe like the world is actually like way further north than you might realize. It's not actually <laughs> that west at all. Somewhere <laughs> like north northeast. Anyway, yeah, uh, exactly. That leaves you, Amy. What's your minor compliment? Um, I really enjoy that they let everybody get a chance at narrating the movie. <laughs> oh, um, man. They passed they the mic turns. around. And also, I mean, it starts with, like, what I think is the Anchorman narrator. Same guy. <laughs> I don't know who that actor is. Totally. But then he never comes back. Like, he just, they pass the baton seamlessly. Um, and yeah. it's good. Like, it, it, you know, Tony Shalhoub is narrating at some point and so then you know like oh, okay he's not gonna die thanks mostly during for, his torture yeah yeah thanks for revealing that right away that he's gonna make it out of this because oh, yeah, otherwise I guess if you wouldn't be able to be telling this story yeah right right if you're narrating you well, can't die because otherwise how could you have gone into the studio to record your narration track <laughs> later yeah unless unless you're in american beauty oh yeah call. good point mm. kind of a spoiler big big spoiler. well They've they had, had your chance. time. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing: if you if you have seen part of American Beauty and you know who's narrating, and you haven't seen all of it yet, I I don't know what to tell you. You've had like 20 years. <laughs> he opened the movie with like, uh, "I die today." Doesn't he say that like right at the beginning? Something. Yeah, I, I forget. There's something. Oh, or no, maybe it's like the first time he goes running. He's like, "The it's the today's the first day of the rest of your life, unless you're going to die in a couple hours, something like that." I guess you can record yeah. that narration before you die, just in case. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, just, should all, we should all record case. some narration of our life now, just in case we end up dying later. Yeah. And we won't be around to do it. Yeah, it's like writing yeah. a suicide note. Make a montage thought, of my life with a VO yeah, in case of my death. I always thought it would be fun to have, like, to do an interview where I talk about, like, um, how bad, uh, like, a movie is. And then you could use that clip if there was an autobiography of me. You could play the sound of like my. Talk. Does this make sense? So like at the end of the movie, it'd be like you just have a short audio clip of him being of me being like, "What a terrible movie." <laughs> just got to make sure I'm saying that so you could use it. <laughs> Do you want some other clips to record now right for for your yeah, <laughs> right. Alex? Uh, uh, you know, free free pass right now. If there's anything you want to get in your um in your movie, uh, like. This is like a good recording session. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like. Yeah, let's try it. Um, well, that was kind of fun, right, guys? Didn't have a lot of uh, didn't have a lot of plot. The main character was a little, I don't know, trying too hard. Anyway, hope you enjoyed it. There you go. I That's really feel like my... you reached out to me, the audience member, uh, <laughs> you know, while I was finishing your movie. So thank you. I want my autobiography to be called Alex and Persand Falcone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
All right, you guys, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that's it for pain and gain. We'll be back again next week. Next week is a very special episode. So tune in for Tanya Day. And then after that, uh, next week we're talking about the art of the deal. What? Daddy's book. That guy. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy wrote a book a while back, and we are going to read it. Um, I think it's the last time we'll ever mention him on a podcast ever again, so that'll be kind of fun. Nice. And then maybe maybe for the rest of November, we'll just watch movies where a woman is president. Sounds and, fun. Uh, that'll All be fun. those movies where a woman is president. <laughs> there's, I'm sure there's a few. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I know I, there are a couple yeah. of them. Well, right, it's no, a, you know, you only, you only need three to finish out the month. Yeah, they could be like president of other stuff too, like a book club or <laughs> or a babysitters club. Or I did, I looked this up, and there are at least three major films where the woman was president of the U.S. Um, also anyway, uh, oh yeah, oh and uh, <laughs> um, well, is Gina Davis president in something? That's a that she's Madam show, Secretary. Right? I don't know. Um, I just no, it's it. commander in chief. Oh, yeah, yeah, she is. She is the president. Yeah. All right, there we nailed it. We found one. <laughs> in uh, in in the expanse, isn't the president of the of Earth a woman? No, she's sort of an undersecretary. Oh, okay. she but has she's all like the real power, running everything. You know. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, my point is, we're going to read Daddy's book, Daddy Trump's book, and then never talk about him again. So that's next week. Um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, join us for that. Uh, also, big shout out, thank you to our, our newest meat buddy this week, Linnea Glasser. Yeah, um, you thank can still you. Get her interactive novel about mermaids. Totally. By going going to the address we gave in the ad, and I have closed and don't remember, but it's something slash squid. All right. Do you want to do you want to hear it so you can have a? Yeah. Okay. Uh, getting it, pulling it up, pulling up the it's, ad. It's I think madereelgames.com slash squid. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you, Linnea. Thanks. And oh, you can also find it still on um, in uh, on our website on the uh, the what is it called? The meat market. Internet. The meat market. That's oh. what it is. Uh, yeah, you can still go to <laughs> the meat market on the internet. Good point. Um, yeah, anyway, you can go to the meat market. It's in there. Anyway, great. Thank you so much, Linnea. Sorry that we fucked this part up. Although it wasn't it's, technically it's made part re- of the package. Madereelstories.com/slash/squid, Alex. If you want to made real stories, try to take it. Made real stories. It's madereelstories.com slash squid or on the meat market on our website on the internet. Anyway, if you want to become a meat buddy, you can go to redistrict.com slash meat buddies. Even just a dollar a month makes a huge difference for us. And we really appreciate all of our fabulous meat buddies. And, of course, if you join the Weekly Weep, you're going to be able to find out when we have sponsorships available, which is going to be pretty soon. I mean, it's really happening. So go to redistrict.com, sign up on the mailing list. You'll be able to, first one to find out when that is happening. Thanks for being here at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. Do be a doer. Don't be a donter. And at Ezra Fox. What are you even talking about Ken Jong? That's true. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. It turned out he wasn't even the most important or annoying part. He was neither. He was so All in the right. middle, we didn't have to talk about him. Well, this was a movie, I guess. <laughs> and thank you. At Amy Miller on Twitter. Thank you for having me. Why don't you have a podcast yet? You're a comedian. I did once. I used to talk to people about their dead dads. Oh, yeah. Your, your daddy Whoa. is your it, it got really I, bummer. Bummery. <laughs> <laughs> Weird that that was. Didn't start that way, but somehow it ended up that way. I don't know. <laughs> Started out real lighthearted. Uh, anyway, check out Amy uh, on Twitter and find out more about upcoming shows. Come and, see me in real life. And you can then be able to come see her in real life. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you should. Uh, thanks for coming, Amy. Thank you. All right, we'll talk yeah, to everybody thanks. next week. Bye. Psh.